launched an amazing online course, but you're completely lost on how to scale? Welcome to the Online Course Elevator Podcast, where we explore the strategies for taking online courses to seven figures and higher. I'm your host, Joshua Lyon. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Online Course Elevator Podcast. Happy New Year. It is officially 2023 when this episode drops, so thank you for joining me in the new year. I'm sure you have a ton of goals, a ton of resolutions regarding your course and and what you want to accomplish this year. I hope that I get to be a part of that and that I can help you work through those goals. Before we start, I want to give a little bit of an offer. If you have created a course and you have had some level of sales, you've had uh, some kind of success in doing in creating that course, I want to talk with you. You can sign up for a free 30-minute course success audit where I'll check out your course marketing and we'll talk through some of the potential strategies that you could be using to grow that course. We'll record that session and you can even be featured on this podcast so you can get some visibility as well as some coaching. So I want this to be an awesome free opportunity for course creators and you can sign up for this at courseelevator.com backslash podcast. That's courseelevator.com backslash podcast. Okay, so hopefully you will go do that. I would love to talk with you, and I'd love to learn more about the course that you've created and what your goals are and how I can help. So today we are talking about memberships versus courses, and I think this is a really awesome topic because it seems so straightforward, and the options, you know, there are two options here, um, but really there's a whole lot of depth to this this uh, topic, and there are a whole lot of things that you can do to really make it the best that it possibly can be. And I'm doing this because a common question I see a lot is people going, well, what's more financially viable, an online course or a membership? But what they don't think about is it's really not about, either one can be financially viable, either one can be super successful, but what it really comes down to is the functionality and which one works best for your audience. So we're going to explore what are called linear and nonlinear learning models today, and that's basically course or membership. And we're going to break these down and we're going to work through the benefits of each one and talk about how they align to your audience. So let's go. Okay, so what is a linear learning model? A linear learning model, that's kind of hard to say three times fast, is basically a course. Think about this as it works in a specific order, like a book. You're reading chapter by chapter. You're taking someone through this process from A to Z, and they have a specific structure that they need to follow. You're probably going to teach them some foundations. You're going to teach them uh, a few skills. And finally, you're going to bring them to that mountaintop of success that you've painted in all of your marketing, right? So you're going to get them to that place where they want to be at the end of this course. Whereas a nonlinear learning model or a membership is 
really going to be more like an access to a library of content or strategies in which they can go in and they can pick and choose whichever strategies or skills or or you know different lessons that they want to learn or that fit their needs at the time. So I want to illustrate this with a few examples. And the first one I came up with is automotive repair. If you were creating an automotive repair course, then you need to think about who exactly you're trying to market that course to. If you're going for somebody who has never has never worked on a car before, but maybe they want to start maintaining their car themselves so that they can save money, so that they can keep their car running longer, then you are probably going to go with a course because you're going to start with explaining things like what's an oil change, uh, what are brake pads, you know, how do you keep cooling in the engine, all these different kinds of things that a beginner needs to know, and you're going to basically explain the out the layout of the car to them. You're going to go through what each piece does, and then you're going to talk about how to maintain that car, and then you might go into a few even more advanced skills and strategies for keeping that car running. But now, think about somebody who, like myself, who's already versed in car terminology, and they already work on their own cars. You know, I do my own oil changes, I change my own brakes, I do a lot of the regular maintenance that goes along with my car, and even some stuff that I shouldn't be doing. But that's neither here nor there. But a person like me is not necessarily going to be looking for a way to start all the way from scratch and learn A through G. We we want to start, we want to start ahead of the you know, where we're at. We want to start with the problem that we have. And so we might actually be looking for videos like, you know, how to switch out your CV axle. That's a little more advanced. Or, or, or we might have a specific problem that we're looking for solutions for. Now, think about something like learning yoga. You know, if I wanted to learn yoga, I would want to start with the, the foundational techniques. I would want to start getting limber, and I would want to start learning how to stretch, and then I would want to learn the basic moves like downward-facing dog and, and all of this kind of stuff, and child's pose, and, and then I would want to slowly advance towards the harder techniques, and I would want to build my strength and my balance and my flexibility. I don't want to just be thrown into the middle of it, and I would happily take a linear model for something like yoga. But a more advanced person is not necessarily looking to start all the way at the beginning. They would want to go from where they are. So they might be looking at how to do some more advanced poses. They would might be looking at some workouts that they could do to increase their yoga form. Um, you know, and they might want to actually learn on their own more and, and choose the path that they want to take. So, you know, you really kind of have to think about, okay, where is this person that I'm serving, where are they starting from? So for me, for example, if I were to start something, I, I'm thinking that I might not do a course, that I might do more of a membership site because people who I'm speaking with, they already have a course. They've already gone through all that basic creation stuff. They're done with that. They want to know advanced tactics. They want to know, you know, what they're missing um, and what mistakes they're making and how they can be better at selling their course. And because those people are starting from all different places, I'm going to be thinking about how can I provide for each one of those people in a kind of a custom way. Now, there are times when even though you have, you know, advanced students, you might want a linear learning model. And, and that's really when you feel 
that they need to start back at the beginning in order to learn your techniques and your process the right way. Maybe this is erasing, you know, breaking bad habits or something like that. For example, when I worked with the art school, we actually wanted all artists to start at the very beginning of our program, even if they'd been painting for many years, because we felt that our techniques and the foundational things we were teaching our students actually um, changed their habits. It made them better artists. And even if they had prior training, we felt that they needed to start at the beginning with our training. So that's just an example of a, you know, a time when a linear learning model might work even if you have advanced students. So now we're going to move on to which of these models is best for your audience. Okay, so which model is going to be best for your audience, linear or nonlinear, membership or course? You know, um, you really have to think about this in regards to where this audience is starting. Where is your average customer starting from? Do they need a step-by-step process or do they need to kind of go on their own and, and find their own way through the skills that you have to offer them? And so it doesn't mean that you can't have both because you could have different pathways inside of your membership site, inside of your nonlinear learning model that maybe help them through different topics. So for example, with the art school going back, you know, we had learning paths for oil painting, for acrylic painting, for portraits. I would have learning paths for advertising, for social media marketing, for content creation, for, um, you know, operations. And so you'd be able to choose which learning path fit for you and you'd be able to watch whatever you want. So you might watch a series of videos on Facebook advertising or a series of videos on how to properly tag your audience or something like that, or how to get engagement with your content. There's different things that I would probably make learning paths out of inside of that nonlinear model. And this would allow those people to then choose where they wanted to start from and where they wanted to go. The other thing is you can have two completely separate products. If I were going to have a product for advanced course creators, I would do a nonlinear learning model. But then if I had beginners who also wanted to learn from me, I would do a linear learning model, like a 101. And then once you got to 102, you know, you kind of got to pick and choose where you wanted to go and where you wanted to be. So you can really mess with these functionalities of these two learning models, and you can have multiple products just using these two learning models. And you have to remember too that the linear model is still going to fit inside the nonlinear model because how does, a, how does a video lesson work? Well, you push play and you have to watch 30 minutes or whatever it is of that video and you learn steps one through 10, you know, and so that's still a linear learning model. It's just on a very micro level and it takes less time. So, that's how I would really think about executing these two models for specific audiences. Now we're going to talk about how coaching applies to these because I think coaching is a really interesting and amazing aspect to online courses because a lot of you guys have a live coaching one-on-one -on -one aspect um, set up for your courses and you don't want to lose that. You don't want to stop offering coaching if it works for your model, but 
coaching through a linear model is so much more simple because generally that coach is going to have taken your course, they're going to have done it themselves, they're going to have had some kind of success and know it well enough to guide others through that course. But with a non-linear learning model, you have people starting all over the place. And so that coach really has to know more about all of the all of the lessons that you teach and really be able to help that person on a more customized one-on-one level. So you just need to think about that with the experience of your coaches and really assess if they are equipped to do that or if you're equipped to do that um, if you're going to add coaching to a non-linear learning model. Okay, so let's just summarize what we talked about today. Linear versus non-linear learning models, courses versus memberships. Are we serving a beginner audience who needs to go from A to Z, or are we serving a more advanced audience who needs to pick and choose the skills and the techniques and everything that they need help with in order to get where they want to go? These depend on our audience. We can still execute these at the same time. We can have a course for beginners that gets them up to the point where they are ready to be in our membership site, where they can pick and choose the tactics and the lessons that they need. So we can really have two products in the same vein. Um, And then if we're going to use coaching, we want to make sure that coaching is set up and that our coaches are successful in teaching a nonlinear model and that they have that ability to customize what they're teaching and really kind of get into the weeds with our clients. You know, a nonlinear learning model, or I'm sorry, a linear learning model where it's a course and it's you start at one point and you work your way through, that's a lot easier to coach through than say a nonlinear learning model where someone is picking and choosing what they want to learn and what things that they need help with. So I hope this was super valuable today. I hope this, you know, gives you something to think about with your 2023 goals. And like I said at the beginning of the podcast, if you're interested in a one-on-one session, a free 30-minute success audit with me, I will look through your course marketing, I will take notes, and then we will have a one-on-one chat about your course and the opportunities that you have to be more successful with it. And so we can do this. I'll... um, I'll have you on the podcast, I'll record it, we'll be on the podcast later, and it's really a great way for you to get some exposure as well as some free coaching. All right, guys, I hope this was super helpful, and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Until next time. If you enjoyed this track you can check out the artist mountaineer on upbeat the track title is check it out